This episode of Sexy Marriage Radio is brought to you by Naked Bed, a sensual sheet designed to help you let go more during your intimate experiences and enjoy God's incredible gift of sex in marriage. Made of a luxurious fabric that rests right on top of your sheets, Naked Bed protects your linens from massage oils and other elements, giving you unlimited freedom without distractions. Playful, spontaneous, lavish, exotic experiences can happen anytime with no mess and no fuss. Explore deeper intimacy and embrace the peace of mind that a naked bed brings. Go to sensualbedding.com and enter the word sexy at checkout for a free bottle of massage oil with any purchase. Welcome back to another episode of Sexy Marriage Radio. I'm Dr. Corey Allen alongside my wife, Pam, again. Greetings, everyone. And this is straight from iTunes, because one of the things we often off, uh, ask you guys to do is leave us a review. Leave us comments. If you like the show, five stars. Um, we're, all, we're at 460 reviews as of recording right now. As oh, far that's as incredible. Stars, uh, the, the people that have left star comments and stuff. So one of the comments that just rings true that's really cool is uh, it just came in a couple of days ago. I love this podcast. I've been listening to this podcast for the last two years. The content is amazing, and I've not found anything else like it. Thank you for all of your dedication. Ah, thanks for that review. Absolutely. And then there's several more. So if you are an iTunes person, jump on there. Um, If you have any kind of comments or other questions or things that you want us to cover, uh, we would love to hear from you. You can give us a call and leave us a a voicemail at 214-702-9565. You can also send us an email at feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. And one of the things we love having is just getting the pulse point of our listeners to know what's going on, what kind of questions you've got, uh, how a show rings true with you, or how something wasn't covered well enough, and that allows us to come back to it, because this truly is listener-driven radio. I mean, Sexy Marriage Radio has been going for six years over right. six yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, over six. And Pam's been sitting in with me while Shannon's been taking a sabbatical, and we've just still tried to carry the torch on um, the best sex is in the marriage bed because it's sacred, it's blessed, uh, it's there's a secretness to it, and it just gets better and better when we can look at things better and talk about things better. And so uh, we hope Sexy Marriage Radio can can meet a need of at least start some conversations or help you see things through a different way or challenge you to go deeper. And one of the ways we do uh, offer up as a way to challenge you to go deeper and to reconnect in ways maybe you haven't yet in your marriage is the Sexy Marriage Radio Getaway. Yeah, coming up in June. And so this episode, the first part of this, we want to spend just a little bit of time because we've got to dedicate it to the Sexy Marriage Radio Getaway. Registration is now open. And the dates for for the getaway are June 21 through 24 of 2018. So we're just several months away. That's a Thursday through a Sunday. We start Thursday night at seven o'clock. We ask you to be there six o'clock. So you can fly in that day if you're, if you're coming from out of the, out of the Texas, Dallas, Fort Worth area. But it's a great time of just a, it truly is a getaway. It really, it really is. You give them, you give couples a lot of time, a lot of downtime, but the time that they're, you're in the conference is chocked full of great material, great time for the two of them together. Yeah. And so the idea is, um, 
This is something, this is our fourth getaway that's coming up. That yeah, yeah, done. I'm really excited about it. So we've really figured out what works so and, and what doesn't. So why don't you fill people in on what the getaway is and what it is not? Perfect. Okay, because here's, let's start with what it's not. Because one of the things I think of growing up in uh, the church world, uh, where where retreats were often offered, sometimes some churches would offer couples retreats, or the ones that come to mind are the men's retreat and the women's retreat. Or if you're any kind of a professional that has uh, conferences or retreats or things you have to go to that are training, um, what comes to my mind is it is wall-to-wall stuff. It's just, it's nonstop. I mean, one of the conferences that I go to every other year, the, the opening plenary every morning is at 7.30 in the morning. Yeah, that's not a getaway. And it goes to like 5.30 that night, and it's nonstop that whole time. I mean, you get the evening, but man, you're exhausted. And so the Sexy Marriage Radio getaway differentiates itself in that it truly is a getaway where we don't start the sessions in the mornings until 10 o'clock. Unless you do our yoga class. Well, there's offerings for you to do just for fun. That's optional. Like yoga is offered every morning uh, of of the getaway that come join us at eight o'clock for a free yoga class if you'd like to. And but it's, it's one of those, the sessions go for two hours roughly, um, but we go from 10 o'clock in the morning, uh, lunch is on your own, and then we're done by five o'clock that night, and you got the evening then to go enjoy time with your spouse, that you can leave the hotel and see DFW area, you can just hang out in the hotel and go to a lab from what we've been talking about during the sessions, and try some things out, and start some conversations, or sit in the hot tub, or I mean, it's just... The place we go is the Marriott Solana. It's the same place we were last year. And then for the first getaway. Right. It's a close distance to DFW Airport. So it's really easy to fly in there. They have a free shuttle from DFW Airport that they'll pick you up. Plus their shuttle will get you uh, within a five mile radius of the hotel for free. So you do not have to have a vehicle. If you want to see the rest of DFW, you need a vehicle or you need to meet some people that have a vehicle and go yeah. hang out with them. Cause we've had some, a lot of fun with some of the couples that, that have come in where we've taken around Dallas to yeah. show them some sights. And I'm talking to you, big rich. Yeah. We have fun. <laughs> so downtown Dallas, baby. but it's, uh, we want to just personally invite you to come because this is a great time of teaching where we go in so much more detail and depth than what we could possibly do on a 30-minute show. And one of the coolest things is that as the getaways have gone on, um, where we've had different uh, enough different couples that they've never come, but then enough couples that have come before, um, that challenges us to come up with new material and, and new ways to look at it and novel things to apply and try and I love that kind of a challenge. I know Shannon loves that kind of a challenge. And so if you've come before and you're like, yeah, but is it the same thing? No, it's not. So you guys are going to have new information this time. We will come new, up with new, new sessions. New, absolutely. We will come up with new stuff. There will still be some foundational things because that's just always worth uh, repeating and, and, and talking about from a different viewpoint even. Apply it in different ways. But it is one of those things that I want to invite everybody that can. Registration is open right now. If you go to simplemarriage.net forward slash getaway or just to the show notes for this episode, there'll be a link that takes you directly to the getaway page and then you can register there. Registering reserves your spot. And we 
are hoping, we think we, we probably will fill up again yeah, this year. So we have a, a block of rooms reserved at the hotel. Yep. And, and we have a special link, rate. We have a special rate for it. And the link to do that, is that on the it's site? It's all on the getaway page. So okay. if you once you register and, and reserve your spot with us, then you can f- click on the link or call the hotel. Use the code Sexy Marriage Radio Getaway, and you get a discounted rate of $116 a night for your room. And they are great rooms. Yeah, it's um, a great area. Beautiful. It's a beautiful pool area if you want to swim or you know do the hot tub. Absolutely. Or something like that and at so, night. the coolest thing about the getaway to me is the fact of of seeing like minded couples, and and seeing the community. A lot of the Sexy Marriage Radio Academy couples come, have come uh, to this or are signing up already because they had a jump on registration right. <laughs> before this episode airs. Um, but it, it was it, the coolest thing is just seeing couples that we've created a relationship with and, and that we know and they know each other. And so there is truly kind of this bond of supporting one another. But then there's also the opportunity, and this is some of the feedback we've got from the years we've done this thus, thus far, of the tools that we talk about are things that you take with you um, that you can apply for the rest of your life. I mean, this truly is, in my opinion, this and I'm biased, but this is one of the absolute best marriage conferences out there. I would agree. We've been to a few. <laughs> we've been yeah. to we've been to a lot <laughs> through through yeah, our have. our time. Um, but this is one of those things that the manner in which uh, Shannon and I cover things uh, is are things that we w- you can apply it to your situation. It's just like Sexy Marriage Radio that we talk about it, and we give you a framework, and then you apply it to your situation, and then you can use that tool and that viewpoint and that perspective for the rest of your life to challenge you to grow to experience deeper and. I just, I cannot wait for this one to happen again. Yeah, I'm excited for it. And it also gives them an opportunity where this is more of a um, cozy getaway. Yes. And and that's nice because then when they have questions within it, I, I think they can get with you and Shannon afterward. Yes. It's, it's an easy way to have um, some direct questions if there's not something that you're wanting to... Mm-hmm. Say in front of the whole group or whatever. It's it's a very intimate um, right. Yeah, because this time. is this is one of those things we've been very intentional with the way this has been created. In that, when you think getaway or you think marriage conference, uh, we don't think of it in the in the terms of three hundred couples are coming to this thing where it's you're in this huge auditorium and it's just this sea of people. To us, we're talking more 30, 40, 50 couples that it's a more intimate feel, that it truly does allow a lot of energy because of the, the amount of people, but it also allows a lot of intimacy because of the amount of people, because we keep, a, we keep a cap to it. There is a limit to how many the hotel will hold because of the room we're in, and that's, very, that's by design, because we want people that really want to be there, and you get a lot of time with just your spouse you're not, there's not breakout sessions where you're forced to share your deepest marital issues with people you've never met. And, you know, this, it, this is truly a, a, a four days designed just for you and your spouse. And you get a chance to have some camaraderie and some fellowship and some friendship with some people that you can create while you're there. But it truly is designed uh, very intentionally for you and your spouse. And it's one of the things I love going with Pam because she comes and spends the four days with us and does a lot of the behind the scenes help and 
I don't know. Since you've been on the show, you might have to lead a session, babe. Yeah, um, I'm not thinking they're going to want that. They want you and Shannon. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. But uh, it's it's a great time just for to interact with with her um, and with other people and just just the whole dynamic. I mean, it's just one of my, it's one of the favorite things I do. And so if if you are on the fence or curious, um, please simplemarriage.net forward slash getaway or go to this episode page and that will get you the the link straight to the getaway. Uh, sign up now because we will the the early bird cost it's six twenty five for your registration. Uh, the early bird ends April fifteenth, so tax day. That's uh, near and dear to my wife's heart. So <laughs> it's because when I get silent. my wife back, I'm yeah. silent. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually April seventeenth this year. Yeah, but we're gonna keep it at April fifteenth because that's 15th. the one everybody knows. Yeah, um, being the tightwad on that one. <laughs> but but it is one of those. I really really want to invite you to come. Uh, spend it with us because it's a fantastic four days that your marriage benefits for it, that investing in your marriage ahead of time when there's no major issues even um, is a whole lot cheaper than dealing with something when it all blows up. So spend the time, spend the energy with us, please. Um, And then our sponsor for this episode, Naked Bed, uh, if you have a Naked Bed product, uh, bring it with you bring because it. you can change. It's lingerie for your bed. You can change your hotel room feel just by laying that across the bed, too, because that if you have an exotic fabric that you chose, they have a leopard skin and some of the different things that... That can be a, fa- a great thing to incorporate. Spice up the hotel room. Absolutely. So please come join us June 21 through the 24th of 2018 here in the DFW area. So Yeah, we look forward to either seeing you again because we've seen you before or meeting you for the first time. Absolutely. We look forward to that. All right. So I want to spend the last, last part of the show, Pam, on an email that came in that... Um, it's an episode. She's. It's just an idea on women's initiation and men's response. Because, okay. and I love it because this listener actually captures what I hear a lot in my office, and it's not spoken about a lot, but it's it's something worth noting. Okay, okay I'm so, anxious to hear this. All right, so here's the email. So she's talking about how much the show has really helped her in her first year of marriage with her husband. She's satisfied with her sex life, but she's really struggling in initiating. Her husband's a higher desire between the two of them, but not by much. He generally initiates once or twice a week. Typically, she's ready to go as soon as he does. If she does push back and say something like, not right now, I'm tired, how about tomorrow? He seems to like that challenge and pushing through her resistance to still get the sex when he wants it. And she actually likes it because it's, it makes her feel even more desired. Her problem is, when I start to want to have sex and he isn't initiating, I typically... Just leave it at let it let it go because I'm afraid of the rejection. He said it's hard. He said he would like for me to initiate more and that it's a turn on, but the few times I have initiated, it didn't go well. Once she was even going to meet him at a hotel that and that night and was texting him throughout the day, hinting how excited she was, texted pictures of a lingerie she was going to wear, told him to pack condoms, and continued this throughout the entire day. And then when we finally got back to the room that night after being out for the evening. He knew I was expecting sex, but he said he was too tired and that he was sorry. If the roles had been switched, he would have pushed through my resistance and excuses and pursued me all the harder. But in this case, I just shut down. I went to the bathroom and cried and later told him that that experience made me feel like I would never want to try to initiate again. I now try to do it in more subtle ways, so if he doesn't catch the rejection, won't be so bad. 
but it's no fun to feel like I don't have any control over when we have sex and that it's all up to him and when he wants it. I guess what I want to know is, would be more initiation ideas for women, and also speaking to the men, how can they respond better to their wife's initiation when they're so used to being the ones in control? (laughs) These are great questions, and I'm hearing her. She's initiating, so kudos to her. I feel bad for that one experience that breaks my heart, for that one bad experience. that, And a lot of us have that. You get one bad taste in your mouth, and it just kind of can cripple you for a while. It's Yeah, it's a huge sting or a huge hurt that can really knock you off your feet. Right. So she's, I think she's already doing some good things. She was kind of doing the the teasing of, mm-hmm. you know, the texting earlier the day, sending the picture of the lingerie to kind of start setting Which the Which that's stage. all initiating. So be yeah. clear about what good that catch is on initiating. that. Pan. That is initiating. Yes. And she kind of setting the stage and that's kind of the fun foreplay that can really lead up to something and then to just get nothing um i get it that that can be hard to take yeah so i, I want to frame this because the the, the uh, two things we need to cover is one this is a rejection a fear of rejection issue which is human being if you think about it but in particular i do believe women take rejection differently than do men. Why is that? Well, some of that, I think, is just the wiring. It's just the makeup. It's just the strength. I think you see things roll off of typically men differently than they do women because relational things mean different things to men and women. If women are conditioned more relational as they grow up, that dynamic plays all the more important role than it does in a man's where there's a competition. When you think of it, you grow up playing games, you grow up, tackle the man with the ball and everything was a competitive where there's a clear winner and loser. So I think men can sometimes recover easier from rejection. That's not all the time. Okay. But I think there's a, to me, well, I think of it this way, Pam, if you look at it, just anatomically speaking, if a man initiate sex and it's rejected and it's and if you look at it just as the genital it's the penis that gets rejected all right that's what she's rejecting she's not necessarily rejecting you in the marriage she's just rejecting your penis at that time well that's an appendage if a woman initiates sex it's a inside her it's her vagina i mean it's a that's what i'm offering you so it's something much more internal it's not an appendage so i think it's if you just look at it through that lens to me it makes it seem like ooh that's a deeper issue it sounds deeper. From what you're saying, I'm equating this to guys with his buddies. They get in some fight, and they're going back out the next day, and everything's fine. It's just rolled off. Right. And the girls hanging out, and they get in a fight. They may not talk to each other for a week. <laughs> right. Or longer. It might end the friendship. Okay. So yeah, to that's, me, that's the comparison I'm drawing yeah. in my head from what you're saying. But. But then I think it's also important to put this through the lens of masculine and feminine energies, because I think every single human being, this is not about gender. This is about humans. Every single one of us has a masculine energy and a feminine energy. And the way I differentiate those two is the masculine is designed to, to move out into the world, to, to pursue, to rule and subdue, to conquer. It's the, it's the management. It's the in charge. It's the power that's, that you kind of associate with that. Okay? Okay. 
The feminine is the more fluid, the creating, the nurturing, the the designing, the the harboring, and, and the, the I mean, the one I think of it actually is just it's the creation of things. They're both incredibly and equally powerful. They're just both drastically different. And so, what I think of is when a husband in this in regards to this emailer. When she, when he is the initiator, he's doing that from his masculine. And what happens then is her feminine is what receives that. And if she's more readily in her feminine, which oftentimes most women are, they are responsive. That's the point. Feminine is responsive. It, it's opened, whereas masculine penetrates. That's the difference. When a woman does that, that's her entering into her masculine and that's forcing the man to then receive it in his feminine. And I think if men aren't real stable in their own identity, in their own being, sometimes that takes us off guard. It's this whole, whoa, hold on. I'm not used to that. Even though I might have been claiming it all along, that's what I've been wanting. So is that something in this instance where she's gotten rejected here, if she keeps pushing, if that's his, if that's his issue, if she keeps pushing... Like he does right. when he wants something, does a man take that differently? Right? Can can the woman keep saying, "Well, hey, this is really what I want," and keep well, okay, going for it? And that's interesting. Okay, I haven't even thought of it this way because the one thing that you run into, and this is maybe the way to help frame this rejection issue, one thing you run into with this is if the woman keeps keeps pushing and she's doing it in her masculine. Sometimes a man will have real trouble responding sexually to that. He will not be able to get an erection because then it's truly a, I can't, I can't outperform that. I can't, you know, and so there's a fear. And most men, if they're honest, (laughs) I'll be one of them, will say, that's a huge fear of what if I can't come through, right? What if I can't rise to the occasion? I hear you. It's it's in the brain. And so if he can't, then that means intercourse penal vaginally is off the table for the for the time. And so that means you got to do other things, which sometimes men don't think of it as that way of, hey, I could still be involved with other aspects of my body with my wife because I don't have to have an erection to have a sexual experience. Okay, so you're saying she would need to shift to the more feminine side That's, and the seductive side, there really. There you go, is, to, to draw the out side. the masculine. And maybe that's a great path to then she empowers the situation by using her feminine to draw it out of him. I like that, actually, (laughs) the way that comes across on just the idea of, huh, okay, because that's still being engaged, pursuing what you want, and but the one thing that's the the no the non negotiable in this though, Pam is there's no way around any kind of this framework that will avoid the rejection, at least that possibility. Certainly, there's always a possibility of that there, no matter what the situation is or the couple is. Right, because that's the whole thing is this is what, what she's asking in this email to me is, how do I handle and confront my own fear of rejection better? Yeah, and, and she may be driven, I wonder, to more subtle ways to try and initiate sex that either he's not picking up on mm-hmm. or which, which she's already doing it sounds like so i've 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 gone back to just 
trying to do some of the subtle things because the fear is not as as big. The rejection doesn't hurt as much. But there's still the element of what would happen, and I guess I ask this her, I ask her straight out, what would happen if you um, confront yourself and your feminine power, which which would be kind of masculine in the way we're framing it, to woo him with that, to draw him, to draw him to you with that? Because oftentimes, if you think about it, it could be you're forcing your you're forcing your way, you're pleading, you're you're doing something, and it's not it's not working. So you got to come up with a different way. Well, and I guess that's what I kind of go back to. She asked two questions, which maybe it they kind of come back to each other more ideas for initiation mm-hmm. and then of course you've addressed the fear of rejection that she asked yeah right yeah. You, you but more ideas for initiation and sometimes that really just comes down to a couple by couple basis Absolutely. what is it that turns your husband on or what is it that turns your wife on mm-hmm. uh, because no two people are going to be exactly the same right and so, what is it that turns you on yeah yeah i mean if she's turned on, maybe that turns him on because she's just already there. Yeah. Right? And yeah, I think of it that one of the thoughts, and this is the whole thing of really confronting your own fear of rejection is your path forward. Because then you start to look at this as, you know what? I'm really interested. I'm really turned on. I'm really engaged. Um, I really would love it if you joined me. Kind of a thing that it's like, I mean, I, I still remember this was back when we were <laughs> yeah, newlyweds. I remember what you're going to say. And um, there was a members at our church, and the the lady goes, "Hey, what time is it?" She was one of the parents, and she was helping me set up for an event in youth ministry. And I said, "Oh, it's like eight o'clock." She's like, "Oh, I gotta go." And I'm like, "Why?" She said, well, "My husband said some sex is happening at the house at eight o'clock. If I wanted to be a part of it, I gotta be there." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "It is stuck." I like twenty. Five years I now. love that phraseology of like, hey, some sex is happening. If you want to join in, you better be here. You better be here. And so I think there's something powerful about that. That's kind of this, you know what? I'm claiming this aspect of my myself, and I would love for you to join me in this. And maybe it is a he then gets better at, you know what? I really am just too tired. How about rain check for the morning or something? And maybe that's agreeable. In those senses, because then it's not the whole, no, I'm not interested, or it's not just a blanket brush off. It's it's how do we absorb these things and stay the course? This is the same counsel um, I've given men on Sexy Marriage Radio for six years of when you get rejected, pouting is the worst thing you could do. That's a big time turn off. Yeah. And so whether you're male or female, absolutely. So for a wife, getting angry is, is not helping your cause. Instead, it's how do you absorb it and realize, okay, wait, what did this just teach me? What really happened here? I mean, did he just reject my, uh, the marriage or did he just reject a sexual interlude? Even though you'd put a whole lot of work in, what's to say that work can't pay off two days later? Right, Instead. right. Own own whatever it is that's happening, and then use it to your benefit. For, learn from it and use it to your benefit in the future. Yeah, I think of it. This is all like data, right? Yeah. Just, just how how do we how do we? And this is not sexy, <laughs> but that part's not. But but how do you see it as data? On okay, what's this teaching me? What what did that just say about me? Okay, well, I have a real fear of rejection. Well done acknowledging that. Because now you're even closer to actually putting that thing to bed 
yeah. a little bit better to where yeah. it's like, okay, yeah, I am afraid of it, but I still do it. I do it afraid. She's a year into marriage. She's realizing it's... <laughs> well done. You're yeah, way ahead of the game. Exactly. Way ahead. Because the dynamic that plays out in married life, it, it can take years to evolve. And before people get realize, wait, hold on. I, I want to own myself in this better. And that, I think that's what you're being presented is the possibility to own yourself, your sexuality, your desire level. Because what's to say that, because one of the things she made the comment of, Pam, was I don't like ha- having no control over when sex happens. Mm, control. Yeah, because it it's, it's a power key. thing. Yeah. But wh- if you think about it, what she's saying is I don't have any control in the current dynamic of when sex happens and my husband's involved. Certainly. <laughs> so you can still have a sex life. And this is not just masturbation. This is just the arousal, the, the using that energy in your life and still keeping it contained in the marriage. But you use it in your life that you see yourself as a sexually vibrant woman and you carry yourself as such. That kind of confidence exudes and draws things out. It does, and mastering that fear of rejection would have to be part of that to have that confidence, I guess. It right? would, because there's no way around it. Because, I mean, one of the things that's just an inevitability about relationships is rejection is always a possibility. You know, you make a bid for a conversation, you make a bid for a date, you make a bid for sex, you make a bid for an activity during sex, and it it's very possible your partner says, no. Not interested. Not interested. Turn the lights back off. We keep we do it in the dark, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so how do you then refer back and go? Okay, I took the hit. That's what happened. That was real, but that wasn't devastating. That wasn't debilitating. It just hurt. Okay, I can recover from that hurt, and I can bring it for. I can bring forward something a little bit stronger. Isn't that how we grow? It is how we grow, and it's how we grow individually, and it just grows the marriage it makes it stronger it can make your sexual encounters in the future even better too when you realize what you've come through absolutely and so kudos for for speaking up about this this i mean this is a great great thing to bring up just because it's something worth noting that sometimes we react differently and as men and it's like wait i've been clamoring for that all along and now wow i shut it down that's i got i got growing to do too Right, right, right. Well, this this has been Sexy Marriage Radio. Um, I really hope that, uh, like we started the show with, join us at the getaway, please. Personal invitation from Pam and I to you. We'd love to have you there. We'd love to have you there. And I know Shannon is right on board with this, too. She would love to see you there as well. So registration starting now, simplemarriage.net forward slash getaway. Um, you can find all the information you need and reserve your spot there. So... Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope it leads you to here in the DFW area in June. We'll see you next time.